0: Welcome to the Fergus Falls Business Spotlight Podcast, the show that takes a deep dive into local businesses and the individuals that run our community. To guide you along the way, here's your host, Jacob Bittner. All right. Welcome. Woo. Welcome in. Welcome to the show here. I love that intro. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was it's a great intro. Produced <laughs> here um, by some local musicians. That's Blue Red Roses. Oh, yeah. That's Dan Olson and yeah. the in the crew over yeah. there. He, the other night. Is, yeah, yeah. They Listening were yeah. To them. We, yeah, we saw them the other night at Outstate. They're coming back to Outstate. They're always playing locally. There's no shortage of opportunities to hear Blue Red Roses. They're great. Yeah, they so, were. I'm here with uh Paul Scholl this morning. Yeah. Right, with uh with Habitat for Humanity, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get into uh A really good conversation about another organization that is doing absolutely amazing things, Mm -hmm. has been doing really, really good things for a long time. So
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um, before we get started here, why don't you just give us like a a brief hello, and we're going to get into like a a deep dive, but just give us like a quick overview of Habitat for Humanity in Fergus Falls.
1: Sure. Yeah. Habitat for Humanity. Uh, We've been around for 32 years now. Um, uh, 1991 was when it was established, and, um, here in Fergus Falls. Here in Fergus steps. Falls. Yep. yep, exactly. So, so we're called an affiliate. Um, an affiliate is a branch of the the big Habitat for Humanity. So there's uh, several hundred uh, affiliates around the world of Habitat for Humanity. Right, right. Um, and so they're based out of Georgia. Um, and uh, so we, and and all all the affiliates run run separately. We're all right. our own separate.
0: Awesome. Organization. So we'll get into that structure a little bit, background yeah. of the organization and all that stuff. But uh, before we get into your background here, I do have to give out. I have a few sponsors I need to thank here this morning. Absolutely. I do. If we're drinking Stumbino's coffee. You're not usually a coffee drinker, but we're sipping on. When you have an opportunity to drink the best in town, you have to have a cup. Right? <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. I, I, he asked me if I wanted one, and I said, "Sure, today." And, sure, today. And Stumbino's <laughs> is great.
0: <laughs> and then we've also got the guys at Swan Lake. Um, Pitching in and helping out with with some of this equipment here that we oh, really? that we're listening to today, those guys were gracious sweet enough they, to help,
1: help. They 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 uh, they won the chili contest. They the won. Other night. They won the chili contest. <laughs> they, too, their chili yeah. was awesome. <laughs> I voted awesome. for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I vote, I
0: voted for their chili too. Yeah. It was good. It was delicious. So yeah. That's how you win People's Choice Award. Right I grew there.
1: up going to Swan Lake Resort.
0: Oh, okay. Um, so it's
1: fun to meet the owners. Did and you? So. You got
0: to listen to that episode. I will. There's a Swan Lake episode if you want to learn more about those guys. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other uh sponsor I want to give a shout out to is Simple Leather. Uh we've got some leather upstairs on display here at the Beehive. Hmm. Uh he's running a promo code on his Etsy as well. Uh, co- promo code FFBS10 for 10% off some leather.
1: Hmm.
0: Handmade, hand stitched leather right I'll here. I'll have Fergus to Falls. check that out so, when
1: we head back up.
0: Yeah. So thank you very much to uh, everyone who's uh helped make this show happen. Um all right, let's get into your background here. Born in Fergus Falls?
1: Born in Fergus Falls. Yep, born and raised here. Um graduated from the high school uh loved growing up here um, i have lots of good memories of lakes fishing um summer sports biking around town you know little bike gang uh and then uh and then um heading off so um loved it here went up to um what year did you graduate 2005 2005 okay yeah, seems and, like ages ago now
0: yeah and so i was 2008 so yeah. you would have been with like my older sister, Casey or Ryan? Casey
1: was a year Casey? younger. Okay. I think Ryan was a year older. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Right in between. Yep, Yeah. So,
0: and then where'd you go to college? Con- Concordia. Concordia. Yeah. Concordia. Concordia and okay. Moorhead.
1: Um, went up there. Um, I'd go back and do it all over again. That was a blast. Um, mm-hmm. Loved all the people up there. Uh, excellent place. Um, really was formational for me as a person. I um, uh, played football there. Ran track and field as well the loved, uh, love the sports um, but uh, overall just loved the experience and the and the people that I got to know and helped okay. shape me so um, majored in uh, math education okay um, and then taught okay. taught high
0: school math okay you t- that was your career for, for for seven years for seven years okay yeah. um started with that and we were just ta- talking about this before we got on uh, the microphones here you're a avid biker so. you're right we did a, we also did an episode of Pedal Fergus Falls. You got some catching up to do. If I you do. Haven't listened, I if you do. haven't listened to the I got show yet. Pedal Fergus some,
1: Falls yeah, and the, and what and was the other one? The Swan Lake. Swan Lake. One.
0: And then we did one with Sam too about this place, which you Oh, good. Wanna listen yes. To I want to listen well, to that so. too. Sam's a long, <laughs> long time friend. You want to listen to all of them. I think we're like, this is, <laughs> Episode twelve, we just got done with. Uh, we did uh, the one before this was Dairyland. So oh yeah, and I, I worked at Dairyland too. growing up. You gotta you gotta listen to I that, love Pat too, and So yeah, you gotta listen. Awesome. To those. So, yes, got some catching up to do. Good. But um, you got good stuff, Jacob. Tell me about your uh, tell me about your bike trip across the uh, across the country. Yeah, for sure.
1: I'll I'll I'll, I'll tell a brief about that. Um, uh, 2016. Yeah, summer of summer of 2016. Where yeah. was
0: that Where was that falling in with your Teaching career, yeah,
1: it was it was right when I right when I finished teaching up in Fargo okay. and moving back to Fergus and teaching here for a year, and then you decided so it was you're a,
0: going across the country on a bike. Yeah, so okay. so
1: it was in between moving from Fargo to Fergus Falls. Okay. So during the summertime, yep. So 2016, I turned 30 on that bike trip. Best best birthday of my life. Best 60 days of my life. Um, uh, it, it, I started on the west coast. Um, put my tires in on the in the Pacific Ocean. Started in um, uh, Florence, Oregon, okay. and then uh, and then just headed east, and nice. and uh, sixty days later, I think it was sixty right on the right on the number. Sixty days later, I ended in Bar Harbor, Maine. So, and and, and, and dip, the, dip my tires in the Atlantic.
0: And Wayne, Wayne Hurley uh, from Pedal Fergus Falls was saying, yeah. Fergus is like the halfway point in that trek.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. Fargo, Fergus, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's almost exactly halfway. So that was um, checkpoint. Yeah, so I kind of follow. So that's what's great about Fergus Falls. Um, in the summertime, just, just look around. Keep your, keep your eyes open for bikers with packs on their bikes. Yep. We have a lot of cross-country cyclists come through town because mm-hmm. we're on a national route. Right. Um, I, I I didn't follow the national route. I followed kind of paralleled it. Um, uh, but that's kind of a neat, unique thing. And, and and the I think the main reason it comes through Fergus is because of the Central Lakes Trail yeah. um, that runs down to St. Cloud.
0: You yeah. We got some. We, you got you just got to listen to pedal Fergus Falls. We talked about sure. trails and all that oh, potential future trails through Fergus here and all that. Yeah, there's stuff. a lot of stuff yeah, going on. Some stuff going on. So cool. all right. Um, a little bit more than you said. You were a teacher, so that kind of naturally. Um, sets up your background to want to, um, I guess, care for people, give. That's yeah. like if you're a yeah. teacher, you already have that aspect of of wanting to give to the world in you. If you're doing that career, I so think so. How did you transition then into Habitat for Humanity?
1: Well, I had um, I had a desire in my heart uh, since high school uh, to join the Air Force, and that's actually kind of what's uh, was maybe the catalyst to get me to Habitat. My last year of teaching, I just said I got to do it. Um, I'm not getting any younger, so I, I, I decided to enlist. And then um, in the
0: Air Force, in
1: the Air Force, okay. yeah. So I'm in the Air National Guard. Okay, yeah.
0: And the, okay, and yeah. then that ties you into Habitat for Humanity.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll describe how. Okay. So so I didn't I didn't um, I didn't go back and teach that next year because I was going to go to basic training, technical school. All those things take a lot of time, so I couldn't teach. Um, You were
0: 31,
1: 31. Okay. Something like that. Something around there. Yeah. 30, 31. Yeah. 31. And, um, so I was the old man at basic training, you know, I was the, I was the dad of the group.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, anyways, uh, so went into, went into, um, the air force. And so while I was waiting to go to basic training, I had three ish, four ish months just to do life. And I, and so I didn't, I didn't really want to get a job. Um, uh, I didn't really need to. So I, so I basically every day just showed up at the habitat house and volunteered mm-hmm. as a builder mm-hmm. and was having a blast. Just loved it. I I love building. I love construction.
0: Where was that at? That habitat house? Guy? Uh,
1: that one was behind home Depot. Okay. We have a handful of houses back there by the um, water treatment plant. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, um, yeah, so I started as a volunteer and then, um, as uh, just before I left for basic training, I asked the director, Stan Kerrigan, who is our director now. I said, "You know, I, I really enjoy this. Is there any any opportunity for employment when I get back from basic? You know, um, two and a half months, three months later." And uh, and he said that he'll work on it and and think about it, and and so he was able to uh, fund a position for me, which is awesome. what I am now, community outreach coordinator. Okay, okay. for for Habitat, okay. and so I've been with it, been with it since.
0: Okay. It's so here good. we are doing some community outreach. Yeah, we are. <laughs> awesome. Absolutely. It's awesome. right in my alley. That's great. That's great. Well. Uh, so I'm glad you invited me. Yeah. I guess I don't want to brush over your personal background. If there's anything else you want to add before we get into the background of Habitat for Humanity a little bit more.
1: Um, yeah, just uh, that. that's that's pretty much where I'm at now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's let's, let's do some Habitat. All tie. right.
0: So my assistant you've got some notes there as well about some local maybe some mm-hmm. as, as some stuff popped up locally mm-hmm. according to my assistant here it looks like um the story kind of it really they incorporated affiliated in 76 but the story kind of starts in 1965 with a guy named millard fuller
1: mm-hmm.
0: who uh he became a millionaire which I guess back in the '60s, you probably wouldn't would have needed to be like a billionaire now to do what he to <laughs> do what he did. But he was a, he became a millionaire by the age of 29 selling real estate, and so uh, him and his wife in the in the '60s, late '60s, uh, they decided to leave their business and focus on serving others, and they began to work with a Christian community in Americus, Georgia, that mm-hmm. sought to model mm-hmm. a more just society. And then uh, by 1976, uh, the Fullers had developed the concept of partnership housing, which became the basis for Habitat for Mm -hmm. Humanity. This model involved people of all backgrounds working together to build homes for those in need. And then Mm -hmm. that same Mm -hmm. year in 1976, uh, Habitat for Humanity was affiliated and established in America's Georgia, Mm -hmm. and they built their first house the following year. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it looks like by... 1987, that was when, um, president Jimmy Carter mm-hmm. and his wife became involved with the organization and that brought yep. like national attention. Mm-hmm. And then what, just a few years later in 91, if you want right. to pick up, do you want to pick up and talk about that's when things were established in Fergus?
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's exactly right. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. So, so it, it, uh, started all down in Georgia, like you said, and then, um, uh, it worked its way out outwards and 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 more and more habitat affiliates were developed and started um you know uh, it 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 takes uh, a community that's what i've learned it really takes a community to get uh, habitat going um uh i've seen it um the whole time i've been in this in 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 and with habitat so um yeah in 1991 um there was a uh, there was a f- a group of people who had heard about habitat for humanity um and, and came together at Peace Methodist Church, uh, which is where the, the, the original physical office was. Mm-hmm. It's just up uh, on the south side of town. And, um, and, and their goal during that meeting was to raise money for a Habitat out in Milwaukee, I believe. Because uh, one of the people uh, had, had heard about it, uh, had a relative who volunteered out there. And they were surprised at how much money they raised um, to help them. And enough interest where um, a couple of the leaders of the group said, "Why don't we do that here?" And so that's 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 how it was started. Um, Jerry Peterson was a was a important person um, to get it started, and um, let's see the other person's name. Um, maybe that'll come to me. No, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a couple a couple main yeah. people that got it started. So, anyways, and then in 1992 was when the first home uh, went up here 92 yeah and it actually wasn't built so there's that uh there's 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 a lot of ways to uh help people into homes and so so in 1992 what 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 they did was they had a home donated to the organization and then they moved it so the house was moved from up by Underwood uh actually Stocker Lake okay pretty sure it was on right around Stocker Lake and then moved to um, Dalton so have they been doing that
0: then like as far as the history of everything in Ferguson, it's, it's the, what they, the service they offer is homes to people homes. So they, yeah. And then, and then it looks like in 2005, they have a, they launched a disaster response program. Do you know, know anything I about that? I
1: don't, I okay. don't, I don't know that part of our history, but that's really, okay. that's, that's, uh, that's a, uh, uh, one of the programs that have, Habitats- it looks like
0: it also, they're, it, it mainly helps build homes. Yeah, from people affected by natural yeah, disasters. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so people same travel, thing. travel um,
1: to help build, rebuild places. So yeah. then,
0: how many homes have you guys built locally here? Sixty-two. Sixty-two. Yeah. So okay. we did. So we
1: did sixty on thirty. 60 homes, the 30th anniversary. That was kind of a sweet double and, number. And then
0: you kind of mentioned some of the key players. How did that team grow over time? How many people were involved with that right away? And then as opposed to how many people there are now?
1: Yeah, yeah. We've grown recently. Um, it's always been uh, one to two-ish people um, paid staff. Right. So it's the executive director. Um, and then occasionally there was a there was a assistant um, who would... Who would tackle uh family you know finding families um and community outreach um uh, eventually there was a restore so another another avenue
0: what's the restore
1: yeah so another avenue that habitats some habitats do is a restore and so it's i think
0: they have one in Alexandria. yeah yeah
1: yeah exactly check out the one in alec it's beautiful awesome
0: i've been there and that's why i asked because i was wondering if it was the same thing so it's kind of like a Thrifty store for specifically for like home Home. goods, like furniture. It's like a furniture. Yeah, exactly.
1: Furniture. You can find um, lumber there. You can yeah, you can find windows there. You can find reused reused um, uh, home products. You know, and and construction. Yep. Construction products. Um, There's one in Moorhead. Um, So, anyways, we had one in Fergus Falls for a while. So, what it would have been when future
0: outlook. We'll we'll come back. Okay. Maybe come back to that. or, Or or maybe just touch on the restore now. What's the potential for bringing that back?
1: Yeah, uh, it's not in our future five-year plan. Okay, um, it's a monster. Yeah, it's a monster. You need a whole separate staff. Um, when our director Stan started as the director, there was a restore, and so he had to manage by himself. He was the only paid staff. He had to manage a restore and building homes. Yeah, that it's it's not doable. And yeah. so 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 we really wanted to focus on doing something good or doing something really well instead of being mediocre. Yes. So we, we split off of the restore, got rid of that. Mm-hmm.
0: That's it. Yeah. A, yeah that, and that, yeah, that's, you got to do one. So you got to do what you right, can do. We got to focus right on first. that. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So
1: you, you talked about growth. I'd like to mention yep. that quick. Um, so uh, we're up to myself. Let's see. Stan Kerrigan, our director, myself, community outreach coordinator, Liz Niblock, family services coordinator, Ben, Ben Ellison, our fundraising and build planner. And Trevor, uh, Trevor Gertzman, and Chuck Brazel are our construction managers. Okay, so we have we have um, quite a staff and those, now. Those
0: are all paid staff.
1: Those are all paid staff. Okay,
0: and then it's, obviously, when you're talking about, uh, you got involved as a volunteer right away. Yeah, and the history of the organization has been built off of the backs of people who are willing to volunteer for this. It is. So it is. Talk about the like the history or the present whatever um, opportunities and how people can get involved or sure the, the, the what does it look like to be a volunteer at Habitat for Humanity? Sure.
1: Yeah. So historically, um, there's a couple names I'd mentioned, Del Berenger, Gary and Dick Kennedy. Um, those guys were, have been leaders out on our build site for years, um, you know, and there's turnover, you know, they're into their 70s now. But um, so those guys were the backbone of all of what happened in the Habitat for the 90s and 2000s. So now, as we move on, um, we establish new new folks, new groups um, to keep it going. Um, because you're exactly right; it's uh, it's um, like I mentioned at the beginning of this. It's it's community supported uh, to the max. You know, we got to have the community support to get this done. So our labor force is the is the people of the community. So um, anyway, so so we build how we build a home is by inviting uh, individuals and groups to come onto our site and we train them and teach them and guide them on their, on, on what we need to do that day. Okay. So, so, so for example, I have a huge list. It's my job to get volunteers there. So I've got a huge list of individuals who want to come and build mostly retired folks cause they got the time. Yeah. Um, and so uh, so if you want to build, come and build. We, yeah. we, we want people there it's a blast where
0: do you guys have um projects under underway right now
1: yep yeah, we do Yeah, we've got a house um where uh we are just finishing the mudding and taping stage okay. uh, we're starting to texture today um, okay. and paint and then we'll do all the doors uh window jams um you know trim work finish okay. off the house so awesome. so we should be done with that house in the next month ish and then uh starting two homes. Okay. In, uh, in May in the okay. spring side by side. Okay. So we need people. We need yep. to keep we need to keep replenishing our 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 individuals. You're
0: basically a you're a construction company.
1: We are. You're a construction yeah, that's company. A, that's you know? how, that's like It is. It is. We're we are we're a, we're a professional construction company and we and 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 so we uh build just like anybody else would. We use the same sort of tools um and and we just Bring in the community to help us do it. Yeah, you know, so um, it it cuts down. Essentially, it, it there's a couple couple things that we get get from that. Essentially, it cuts down our our costs because we're not paying subcontractors um, as as often or as much. And then it uh, provides a provides an opportunity for people in the community to serve, live right. out their faith, live out their values, yeah. serve their neighbors. And then and then the last thing that I love that's often forgotten is the fellowship. There's just awesome camaraderie and there's fun. something
0: different too about uh i've worked some construction it's not the most pleasant job always not the most pleasant there's something different about doing anything for just just to help someone as opposed to absolutely. like as opposed to going it and doing it to collect a paycheck yes. or this or that and yes. so there's, there's a, just a, a different feeling absolutely. to it and so you um, get different you get Given back to in different ways yeah sure there's
1: there's a great feeling out there. We just have a blast, um, so anyways, here's how we do it. we do it with individuals. people can come individually, but then we also invite groups, so okay. so i so that's part of my job. I reach out to businesses, churches, organizations um to come and build with us, so okay. Ottertail power is a group that comes and builds often uh, vector windows, um, we have uh let's see all sorts of churches. Right. That come, um, several other businesses. Okay, so it's a lot of fun.
0: So we touched on a decent amount of business background. Do you want to add anything to that? Can you, Can anything pop up that we didn't touch on for business background? Otherwise, um, if you can think of anything, feel free to throw it in. Otherwise, um,
1: maybe just that. I, I think maybe this is obvious, but we're a nonprofit. Yeah, so we're not. We're not. We're not out to make money. We're out to uh, be wise with our money and, and, and put it towards and how, the, the, how the homes are you and families. Funded?
0: Are you funded locally then by donations?
1: Yeah, there's a whole bunch of sources. Uh, so, yep, so there's the, the, the local individuals and uh, businesses and churches that help fund us. There's grants that we write, um, all sorts of grants. Um, and then when we sell a home, that's... That's something I should definitely make clear is yeah. is our homes are not given to families. That's okay. the biggest misconception out there. Okay. So so homes are purchased by the family. Um and when we sell those homes, then that's an income source for us as okay. well coming okay. back to us. So um
0: But now now cuz it, it, it must be terms then that make it easy and fair and and for these families flexible for these families to get into. Yeah. So
1: so I think what you're asking is how do we make it affordable for them? Yes. Yeah. So, so we have um, various funding sources that can um, help us reduce the mortgage to an affordable cost for them. Okay. So, so our policy is we have to sell the home for the appraised price. Okay. So let's say the appraised price on a home is brand new home that we just built is $200,000. Yep. Well that would um, for our income range, so, um, not everybody can qualify for a habitat home. You have to be forty to eighty percent of the median county income okay so um so you're you're kind of in that twenty um, fifth percentile uh, range of of income so um, that's two hundred thousand is going to be too much that 's right. going to house burden them they 're mm-hmm. going to be house poor right and that 's exactly what we don't want to do mm-hmm. and so what we can do is take that two hundred thousand dollars and get it down to 130, 140, you know, 120, whatever whatever 25% of their right. in monthly income.
0: And somebody else is going to pick up on that for the family, but you guys are going to get that full appraisal. Yeah, we're going to get that full appraisal. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. So so
1: we write second and third mortgages um that they don't have to pay on the home so that that those are our main ways of of bringing that two hundred thousand dollars down okay and and so they don't pay those uh second and third mortgages until they sell the home okay so that's how we can how we can bring that, that down we sense. also have down pay, down payment assistance so there's no down payment okay as well on the home okay so uh I'm not a super uh um professional on how how it all works um but it um there we have in general, we have way a few different ways in which we bring that mortgage down, right. so it's at twenty five percent of their um, income or less okay. per month. Okay. So uh, gotcha. that that's how we do it.
0: So You guys work the numbers, do the magic, do what you have to do to yeah. make it affordable. It's it's yeah. it's somebody who's smarter than you in crunching yeah. the numbers yeah. and building. It's, it's not. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Saying, yes. Not necessarily
1: up my right. alley. Um. But that's how it works.
0: So you mentioned you're building a few homes. Talk about some other growth opportunities here moving forward within the organization.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, so we have uh we have some neat things happening um coming up. I'd like to maybe mention those and then talk about the the other opportunities that are out there. Yeah. So um so this sum- this summer, this spring uh we'll be doing two homes traditional. When I say traditional, I'm talking um uh, traditional builds where where we invite the community um, and everything is built uh, right there uh, on site um, traditional building, and so the, one of them 's going to be called the Faith build, and the other one 's going to be called a caravanner build so we 're kind of giving them titles and i 'd like to describe those uh, a little bit um, i 'll do that now uh, and then talk yeah. about the future and yeah. and, and the other yeah. Yeah. other other ways in which homes mm-hmm. homes uh, Uh, how we can put people in homes. So, so the faith build, we're really excited for this. Uh, This is the first faith build we've done. We've, we've invited, we've had several churches come over the years to build on our job sites. Mm -hmm. And, and, and so we have relationships with churches. They've also helped support us in other ways um, like the Habitat 500 bike ride that came through Fergus last summer. Um, Mm -hmm. 150 bike riders from around the State came and and did a three day bike ride, five hundred miles. Okay, um, and so the churches were uh, pivotal on providing meals and aid station gotcha. work and so forth. So, okay. anyways, the the faith community is a, a big supporter of Habitat for Humanity. Um, so, so this house, this faith build, is going to be um, uh, this house will basically be adopted, sponsored. By the faith community, so okay. um, we're really excited to bring all all these different churches together to collaborate and uh, and own a project, yeah. collectively. Cool, you know, um, you know to. So 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 you'll have me, so,
0: to uh, you'll have to have the contractor double check those uh those kids work make sure that I'll make sure that that thing's built to code you know it'll double. be a, <laughs> it'll be a, it'll, it, the the
1: the youth the the youth probably won't be out there too much it's it's okay. sixteen and older
0: sixteen and older sixteen okay. and older
1: out on our job sites so it's it's actually mostly uh, adults from the churches okay um that'll be out there um. Anyways, uh, so so the churches, you know, what 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 opportunity in town brings churches together to work on one project? Nothing like this, I don't think. Um, and yeah. and so churches are so separate. So we're mm-hmm. excited to um to to have that collectiveness. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so churches are going to they're going to do three things. They're going to uh, adopt uh, sponsor a, a build material item. Yeah. So so I have a list of I have it all broken down. It's about seventy thousand dollars material-wise, to build this next home. Mm -hmm. And so each church signs up for a different uh, material item to fundraise and budget and and donate towards. So the shingles, shingles are $3,500. You know, this church is going to, purchase those for us That's and, great. and and uh and the garage door is 2400 dollars. those are
0: all churches here right now in, in fergus falls right in our community. yeah we've yeah. got a lot of them we've got we've a, lot, got of a lot of them we should yeah, be yeah. able to build some homes yeah, with those yeah. uh with those offering plates I've, I've we should heard, be able to build some homes i've here. heard
1: we i've heard per capita we have more churches than anywhere else really uh, huh yeah I'll have, to, and, I'll have to
0: have my assistant look into that one <laughs>
1: yes <laughs> google <laughs> right. fact that one um yeah so so um so we uh we've we've got 11 churches signed up so far. Our goal is to have over 20 churches okay. involved.
0: Um So there's a listener called action right there. If you're listening and you're with a church or an organization, there's still uh, time to get involved with this faith build. Project. Yes, absolutely. So, all right. Talk about, um, move on from that. I, yep. don't, I don't want to brush off. I don't want to brush off that, but if you are a church, get involved with that. We'll, um, we'll put all that contact information, all your contact information in the Good. episode description, but yep. what else do you guys absolutely. have going on here for future outlook?
1: Yeah, for sure. So uh, the second build we'll be doing this uh, summer is called a caravanner build. And so the, the, that'll be right next door to the faith build. It's going to be really neat. So we're going to leave that as a slab, concrete slab, uh, ready for the framing for this group of caravanners of, of, of campers who go around the country and just build habitat homes. So in August, they'll be at the fairgrounds for two weeks, um, camping, camping at the fairgrounds. Oh, (laughs) that's, and then they, and then they, then every day that'll be our workforce. So, So they'll, so they'll come down to the job site and, and build that home.
0: Okay, I wonder if we there's some ways we can think of to like get them involved in our community and help them out besides just letting them live up there as hippies. Although that's what they like to do. <laughs> if they're caravanners, they love to just travel. Yeah, and that's cool. Yeah, there will so. be a lot of
1: opportunities for them to just enjoy the area. We're we're awesome. selling it, you know, as a beautiful place to come yeah. in the summer. Awesome. So we hope to get maybe like um you know a, a full shell done in the home. Um uh we'll we'll just see. Uh, apparently what. The sky's the limit with these people because they know how to build homes. Mm-hmm. as long as you, as long as you have the materials lined up, everything's there, uh, you can just keep um, you know knocking out work Dang, That's awesome. so it'll be fun that's to awesome. see what they do. So what um, else you got going on? Yeah, so other ways that other things we might be doing uh, in the future is uh, uh, well, uh, here's one thing, in 2020 yeah fall 2023 this year, there'll mm-hmm. be Battle Lake High School is going to build a home for us. So that's pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, we've never had a high school uh, partner with us. Okay. So, so Battle Lake High School builds a home every other year, I believe. Okay. We just were out there last week talking to their construction tech person. So they're going to do a home for us. We're going to give them the, uh, the build plans, and then we're going to move it um, from the high school to uh, not sure yet. Um, so it's going to be really neat to have the, have the kids, uh, tackle a home.
0: That is, that is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. You've got a lot on your sheet there that we haven't, we're not going to be able to get to everything. Sure. I'm just, I'm just, I see there's a lot there. We can get get to more though. Um, I do want to touch on, uh, any, um, of like specific events. Do you have any, like, do you guys host events besides building? Like, is there like a day or anything specifically that people can come.
1: Yeah. Yeah. we got a variety of things. Um, We've got a women's build we have each, each year. Um, I couldn't tell you when, when that's going to happen. We haven't planned it. Um, But uh, a day where, where it's just women out on the build, it's a blast. Um, We have coming up here. We have um, volunteer appreciation month, April. So um, we'll have a a breakfast uh, for all our volunteers. Of, of every kind. Builders, committee members, board members, uh, our contractors, um, all sorts of people. So that'll be a blast. Um, that's coming up on the 20th. April 20th is Volunteer Appreciation Day. Okay. Um, April itself as a month is is Volunteer Appreciation Month. Okay. So um, we did that last year. It was really successful, and people really enjoyed it. Um, we also are offering uh, all our volunteers can go to Perks Coffee in April, and get one free um, okay. small drink.
0: So touch on again, I know we did a little bit, but t- how do you get, how do you become a volunteer for Habitat?
1: Yeah. Um, well, there's, so the, if you want to be a builder, um, well, if you want to do anything with us, the easiest way to say it is just go to FFhabitat.org. Okay. Look at volunteer and uh, fill out the form. Tell us what you're interested in. There's a, there's a, tell us if you're interested in building, tell us if you're interested in providing a meal, for builders, tell us if you're interested in being on a committee or a board member. Those are the those are the ways in which people can okay. volunteer. Okay, so awesome. Yeah, other other events we got yeah. coming up. Um, we've got uh, we've got a um, we'll have a, a faith build. Uh, all the churches involved with the faith build will have a celebration that'll okay. be towards the end of the home. So that'll be in the fall.
0: Do you know where that's going to be? I don't yet. Okay.
1: Other than it'll be towards the end of the build, which starts in May, so that'll put the end towards the fall. Okay. Sometime in, in there, so we're going to be inviting all the churches to um, to come and, and celebrate what they did. We'll have a uh, uh, two. We'll have home dedications. Uh, the, the house we're building right now. We we we've got a family. Caitlin Lindberg. She's got two young kids. She'll be the owner of the house we're okay. we're building right now, and so we'll have a home dedication for her um, with an open house for people to come and see the community can come and see what we build. Um, that'll be coming up in late May, awesome. somewhere in there. Hmm. So lots of different things going on.
0: Yeah. Um, you've got some more stuff there before you, we did touch on a lot, but hmm. if we need mm-hmm. to touch on more, otherwise I, um, do you have do you have any mistakes? do you want to get into like some business mistakes i want i want to talk about families yes let's talk, about, talk families? about families let's talk about families that's what everybody that's <laughs> yeah. what that's
1: what it's all about is you know the family is is what we serve we're we're yeah. our mission is to bring the community together to serve and to um provide affordable housing for families in need and so we are, we are, that's the bottom line is we're serving families in the community. We want to improve their lives and their future outlook for their, for their, for their kids. So, um, I want to touch on like, what, how do you qualify for a habitat home? Yes, what yes, are I should the, have who, asked that. Who are thank the families? you for, thank
0: you for doing this. This is why I need to get better at this. So you, you're, you're good at these interviews though. So let's hear, how do you qualify?
1: I th- I, it's, it's, a, it's an important piece. I I'm going to grab so. some coffee here Will you, <laughs> sure. will you share this. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, the yeah, so the families, um, ffhabitat.org. You know, if you're listening and um, and you are fit into what I'm about to say, go to ffhabitat.org to um, to tell us you're interested in our program. If you're listening and everybody's got a social circle, and you think of somebody who has been looking for a home, needing a home. Send them, send them to us. We'd love to partner with them, but here's what it takes. So to, to be a Habitat family, you have to, um, show first, you have to show a need. So is your current housing situation, is your current apartment too small? Are you cramped in there? Is your current, um, house that you're renting falling apart? Is there mold? Is it unsafe? Um, uh, is it too much? Is it, is it burdening you income wise? You know, um, so you got to show a need. Next, you need to be able to show um, financial stability. So, we're looking for for people who are, uh, are employed, you know, regularly employed, um, can show that um, that they can pay for a home. Um, they they have to fit into an income range as well.
0: I now, c- do they have to have credit qualifications?
1: Um, yes. Yep. Okay. So 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 uh, income stability is their current income. And now then is their, that going to be
0: because ho- the whole point of this is people that normally wouldn't qualify for a loan could, or is there, right. are the credit so, so thresholds our, so, similar? So, so, yes.
1: Yeah, so, so we, we, um, we take into account more than just their credit score. And, and it's not, it's not uh, going to limit them from uh, applying and earning, earning an opportunity to be a partner with us. Okay. So it's something we consider. So definitely we look at the uh, historical, um, uh their their financial history. Mm -hmm. So we we, we'll be looking for debts, collections, loans, all those things come into factor. So so that's similar to what a private, you know, market would do as well. But 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 we are gonna look at it with a little different lens than a private market would. Of course. So um anyway, so financial stability and then I mentioned it earlier in the show, um income range. So looking at like um looking at forty to eighty percent of the median county income. What is
0: our median county income?
1: It, it it it's based on family size. Okay. Yeah. So um uh, there's a table we have on our website, and if I were to just th- throw out numbers, it I'd probably be wrong. So yeah. But on our website, uh, you know, a the the forty to eighty percent range for a two person family is going to be less than the forty to eighty percent range of a five person family. Right. So um, you can find all that information on our website, that right. income range. Okay. Um, another requirement is they have to have a, it's a residency requirement, so they have to have lived in um, Western Ottertail County for at least one year, or have worked in Western Ottertail County for at least one year. Okay. So, and I say Western Ottertail County because that's our, ge- it's called a geographical service area. That's, um, that's where we are allowed to build homes.
0: So does somebody else cover the rest of Ottertail County?
1: There isn't. There's no. no
0: Habitat for Humanity out there. There
1: used to be one in Wadena. Okay. Um. So that 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 folded, and okay. so that used to cover the eastern side. We're we're considering expanding to the rest of the county. Okay. There are space. There's there's spaces in Minnesota that have no habitat uh, serving it. There's okay. spaces all around the country. Okay. So um. Yeah. And then, and then lastly, so so we've got a need, financial stability, income range, residency requirement, and then a willingness to partner. And a willingness to partner is um, uh, uh, part of the program I really like is they have uh, 100 hours of sweat equity per adult that needs to go into the home. So um, it's really fun to be out working on the home right alongside the homeowner. Yeah, The homeowner gets a lot out of it because they have a lot more um, uh, ownership in their home, a sense of sense of pride in their home yeah. having had built it. And then the volunteers love it as well. Seeing who they're supporting and working right alongside them.
0: That's, that's good.
1: So, okay. um, yeah, so those are, so those are the requirements to be a habitat family need financial stability, income range, residency requirement and willingness to partner. Um, it's simple. F dot org. Um, tell and us, don't be
0: hesitant. Don't be hesitant to reach out. Absolutely. Because like, uh, the support is there. The support is there if you uh, if you need it, and if you um, people need to be people need to be taking advantage of, of this. You guys are here to serve the the, the community that's uh, that's underprivileged and underserved here. So
1: right, and I, um, I always tell people if, if you're if you're if you're if you want and need a home and haven't been able to get that, just reach out to us. Don't don't worry about these requirements. We will talk you through them. We'll find out if, if if you qualify and go from there don't don't um, don't uh, quit on yourself before even trying so just go to ffhabitat.org and and there's a form to fill out it takes less than two minutes. We just oh, okay. want your basic information and then we'll reach out to you and and set up a, a meeting okay. to to meet with Liz, our awesome. family services coordinator. well.
0: Thank you, guys, for everything you are doing here, and I am glad that, us. yeah, I am glad that this or, that this organization is here, existing with uh, within our community, and uh, growing the most important part of it, which is giving people a sustainable and uh, affordable place yes. to live. Yeah. Affordable housing is a is a huge hurdle that we have to continue yeah. to to face all the time. Yeah, so,
1: you know, I, I didn't know anything about it until I joined Habitat, and now I realize. Um, i learn more about it every week every month um that it's an issue mm-hmm. it's an issue and and uh um if you're if if it, i think it can be brushed over and um forgotten about yeah um by a lot of people because yep. a lot of people are doing just fine in their own home and 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 don't have that issue yep. but there's a lot of people that that need want and deserve a home
0: it's but, a lot but harder to can't find it a lot harder to rent than it is to Pay, I mean, I don't know about paying good mortgage terms or having good. But if you have an affordable mortgage, it's a lot more affor- affordable than people who are struggling to rent a place. And if yeah. you're struggling to rent a place, you can't a lot of times qualify to make that next step into being able mm-hmm. to get an affordable rate so you can get your head above the water. And yeah. that's, uh, that's something I'm really thankful for here in this community. So, yeah. All right. Let's get into. Sorry, let me give you a quick yes. example.
1: Like yep. Megan Butinas. Um, I was talking to her. I did an article on her um, she 's a habitat homeowner from two thousand eighteen okay um, did a daily journal article on her. She went to washington d c um, in february to uh, to advocate to our um, to Minnesota senators and representatives um, for affordable housing and she, when when I was interviewing her for the story, she gave me an example. She was renting before she um, renting an apartment before she had a habitat home. And her rent was eight hundred something dollars. Uh, we looked it up now and it's nine hundred and something dollars mm-hmm. for a two bedroom, uh two bedroom, I believe, apartment. Mm-hmm. Well, she pays five hundred something dollars a month on her habitat home. Yep. You know, so just just you know, just simply that that cost difference yeah. is incredible. It is. You it's know, it's unbelievable. And it's gonna stay the same too. Yep. It's gonna it's her her mortgage payment is the same. Yep. The rent isn't the rent's not gonna stay the same. Yep
0: no i uh I hope there's people listening that are that are understanding this organization more and getting to like mm-hmm. getting to understand how you guys work a little bit more, but we do have a limited amount of time here today well yeah. we don't we kind of don't. I guess we get to talk as long as I want to talk for, but <laughs> hey, I'm here. I, I can be here till I don't got anything usually, till noon. Right. Let's usually, just keep chatting. Usually we, usually we can talk sports. We can, can talk, sports, yeah, we can no, talk no, outdoors. we're going we to do. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to get into, we're <laughs> going to get into mistakes and advice. So okay, yeah. why don't you give me your biggest mistake that you've made? I always tell people personal or business, but if you don't want to get personal, just okay. the biggest mistake you've made in general, what to avoid in business.
1: Okay. Um, boy, as far as business goes, you know, uh, I've worked for a school and I've worked for a nonprofit, um, which I think have a little different um, feel to them than than the, the, the actual business world, profit business world. Um, let me think here. You know, this this actually goes to the military. I'll be done in September, so I have a six year enlistment. Yep. And I think biggest one of the biggest mistakes I've made is I don't know if it's I've been going back and forth on whether it's a mistake is is it joining the military. Really? Yeah. Huh. It, it it has not been. I'll be totally honest. It's not a good, it's not been a great fit for me. Mm. And that's why I'll be done after six years. Okay. Um, I'm glad for my service. I'm glad I had the opportunity. Um, I, I I I wanted to do it. Uh, but I think I wanted to do it because I wanted to do it. I don't think, I'm a spiritual person. I believe in the Lord and I believe his direction is is the best way to live our lives. And I don't know. I don't think it was in his uh, in his um, in his plan for me. Interesting. I I, I think it it was um, born out of uh, a desire to be like my dad, to be like my great uncle, to be like all the other people who served before yeah. me that I have huge respect for, and I always have. Yeah. Um, and so I wanted to earn that same title i wanted to um i wanted to be part of what so many people have done before me to make my life free and yeah. and 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 living well, living well an i will amazing say
0: place. i will say regardless of you know hindsight or this or that thank you for your service um i i know that 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 gets thrown around there yeah. a lot just like passively but i appreciate um yeah, thank you. I appreciate it, and I appreciate anyone who's willing to give up a portion of their life to to do something to serve. And yeah. so, um, yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. deep one. You got deep it. there. Yeah. yeah, I
1: did. I did for sure. Yeah. I, I like getting deep. I like being honest because um, I think we all have uh, we all have we all have stuff in our yeah, lives, and absolutely. so there's nothing wrong with talking about it. You know, mm-hmm. I just I've noticed multiple ways. From the very first day to now, um, just a few months from my six-year enlistment of God signs, just making it, making it challenging. Yeah. The, the whole experience has been challenging for various reasons, but various also, ways.
0: But also, that's uh, it's all part of who you are, and 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 you can't. Like I, I don't know what you've experienced, and 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 mm-hmm. and, and, but everything you cannot b- become who you are without going through all the things that you've been through. Right. So, yeah.
1: so, and I mean, there's a great plenty, there's plenty of great things I've gained through it. I, I, there's, I mean, there are good things. Right. don't, don't get me wrong, right. but I, I just, um, uh, uh, I've grown from it. A lot of character yeah. development, yeah. um, all sorts of, I, I went to Saudi Arabia for four months last year on a deployment. Um, you know, that, what, that's why I enlisted was to mm-hmm. go, uh, uh around the world somewhere to serve in a, in an actual capacity, you know, um, when we're in Duluth, we're practicing in Saudi Arabia, we were dropping bombs, you know, and, and uh, making things happen, real things happen. So to be part of that was what I wanted, one of the things I wanted out of the military experience. But, um, you know, you said, thank you. Now, now I, now after, after deploying, being in a really crappy environment for four months, um, you know, and living Living in the in the mix of of real stuff, I really realize the sacrifice um, that all of these people have done before me. Um, the military is a sacrifice, and uh, so I'm very I'm very thankful for all the people before me, and I I, I understand it better. Yeah, you know. So yeah, that that that's some real stuff. Yeah, it real is. stuff it about is. me. It is and, all right. How I feel about
0: that. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did that. I, love, I love, I'm glad that that stuff's coming out. That's what that's what I want this to be about too. So yeah. all right then, let's get it. Best business advice, okay. um. Best business advice. We've had some good stuff, but no pressure. um,
1: Whether it's at school as a teacher or with Habitat, those are those are the main uh, professional careers I've had. You know, even back to uh, dock and lift work for ten summers. Um. You you're you're constantly working with others. You know, there's all jobs have interaction and relationships, and so I think um, best business advice I can give is to 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 be to be a, to to be genuine, to be honest, to be have integrity, to um, to love on others whether that's kids in a high school classroom like I was doing or the community now with Fergus Falls um is to respect and and appreciate the relationships um and and uh and by doing that people will support you. Yeah. People will love back on you. And that that whether that's for a for profit or non-profit um is going to make your business blossom. Yeah. You know, I think, I think just, um, giving good vibes out, giving, giving, uh, a faith filled life out, um, reflecting, reflecting, um, the values that are good and, and worthy. And, uh, uh, you know, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a faith person. So, uh, reflecting Jesus to the people around you just will always come full circle. There's awesome. never, never a doubt. And that's going to um, that's that that's the that's the bottom line. You can have all the business savviness yep. you want, and you will be successful with that. I'm sure you can have all the mm, all the capacity with with funding and so forth. And but I think um, I think at a bigger level is just to treat people well um, and to value and love others uh, beyond. A business transaction or what they can provide for you
0: um, will make yeah. you successful. Yeah. Get, yeah. That's a good one. That's a really, really good one. You know, genuinely care about the people you do business with. That's pretty I, right. simple. That's pretty simple. So, all right. Um, is there anything we can wrap up here? We got to wrap up here, but uh, is there, is there anything else you want to talk about? Just like, a get just a goodbye and get out of here.
1: Yeah. I just, I just encourage listeners to, to um if it's not with habitat, but I hope it's with habitat yes. to to serve our community, to yes. to live a life of um uh of uh, serving others on a regular basis is so fulfilling mm-hmm. and it's been something that I've I've grown into a little more uh little little more each year uh for my own personal self in um in serving um whether that's in an actual official way or formal way through an organization or or informal by helping friends, family, um, you know, acquaintances doing this and that, you know, I just feel um that's a value of life, part of life that is you can't put numbers to with dollar symbols or benefits mm-hmm. and and it's just as valuable.
0: And I think there our generation is wondering why we're experiencing um, mental health declines, issues, people, not people being depressed, people doing that, this or that. It's like, well, it's because we're just watching Netflix and YouTube and scrolling our phones and wasting all of our time. It's like take some of that time back that you waste and give it back to some people. Um, And I, and I need to do that too. I'm, I'm, I'm very guilty of this. I'm, you know, I'm, preaching to myself here you know absolutely but our generation as a whole needs to step up and and start volunteering again and start building a world that uh is worth that's worth living in not just worth complaining about and scrolling our lives away on our phones
1: yeah you get you get so much out of uh of you get you get
0: so much out of giving Mm -hmm, absolutely all right one more time website I'll get it in the contact, uh, the description too, but
1: yes, ffhabitat.org. Awesome. You can find it all there.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Uh,
1: thank you. Yeah. It was was a A
0: lot of fun. It was a fun one for sure. Uh, we are, uh, we'll be back. There's always more episodes. There's always (laughs) more content. So, uh, thanks again to our sponsors, Stambino's coffee, Swan Lake resort and campground, simple leather. Uh, yeah. and, Blue Red Roses music on the way out here. Perfect. So yeah. Thank you very much again here. It was a great it was a great morning here. Good. Thanks, Jacob. Mm-hmm.